Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 376, recorded live on September 6th. 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who's probably had a pretty nice and relaxing weekend so far, Dave Poulet. Hiya! And the man who's running on coffee and Coca-Cola, Andy Lowe. Hi. I'm glad you said Coca-Cola and not coffee and Coke. <laughs> I almost did. I'm like, wait, no, correction. Not, not doing that again. No. Nope. <laughs> For those who don't know, many years ago, there was a random topic of what are you addicted to? And his response was without, without even blinking an eye, not even a, a breath of thought. It was Coke. I didn't mean cocaine. I meant Coca-Cola. But right off the bat is, hey, Andy, what are you addicted to? Coke. Coke. So, yeah, I, I haven't let him off the hook for that one. Nope. But yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm running on fumes right now. What's, what's going on, Andy? So we had a nasty, nasty storm pull through here, like nasty. So Friday afternoon, everything seemed fine. It was like 97 degrees and it was sunny and felt like summer. And then just a storm that rolled through that just literally dropped the degree uh, temperature 20 degrees right off the bat. So it went from like 90 down to 70 and there was just rain and winds and it was a big mess. So we had, I stopped by work because they were doing a new system to try out of connecting a remote broadcast back to the studio. So I wanted to be there in case there was an issue. Mm-hmm. So that was going on. The Tigers were going into a rain delay because of said nasty ass storm. Um, the power went out on the building. So everything got kicked on the generator. So I had to go around and verify that everything was up and running that didn't have a battery backup. Right. Um, and then the wind was so bad and so strong that we have a giant... 10-foot satellite dish out front that we get a lot of our syndicated programming from. Big 10-foot dish that's held uh, in place by these six giant-ass bolts. How big are these bolts? uh, I'd say about inch in diameter. Okay. And how long? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, But that got shifted out of position by about three inches. And if you... Three inches for us doesn't seem like much, but if you have a satellite dish that's trying to hit, you know, satellites. Yeah, three inches is a lot. Yeah, so the wind was so strong, it pushed the satellite dish three inches over to the right, just rotated the whole thing while it was bolted into place. It just twisted everything. We're just like, holy crap. That's not good. Yeah, so I, I called our, our resident transmitter RF guy, and I was like, we lost literally all of the satellites. Well, except for the Tigers, because the Tigers is on its own little dish. So we had the Tigers, but then the Tigers went into rain delay, and our backup plan was go to syndicated programming, which we didn't have. Because you didn't have a satellite uplink. Yeah, well, downlink. <laughs> right. Um and so plan B was, oh, we always have this other satellite dish. That one's not working either because it connects to the same satellite dish. And so I, I called up the, the program director. I'm like, okay, do we have a backup plan that doesn't involve satellites? <laughs> and you hear him on the phone just go, mm-hmm. No. Like, great. This is just great. We've lost power. We're on a generator. I've got people at a high school thing that are actually getting get postponed because of said nasty ass storm and now like this goes off the air because we don't have a satellite feed until you can figure something out so i've got to call the four or five brand managers to try and get everybody saying okay we're going to lose syndicated programming until we get the satellite fixed do you have a backup plan and so we got everybody coming in it's just chaos and so i got there about five thirty. 
I broke for lunch at an hour when we realized it was a satellite dish that was twisted, and so we had to get somebody with a giant-ass wrench to undo all these bolts. Broke broke for lunch there, and then I didn't get home until about 12.30 last night. Damn! And then I woke up at about 6.30 this morning, drove into Pawpaw, which luckily had power. Yeah. Um, side note, like a third of Kalamazoo was without power from that storm. Uh, it's actually significantly more than that, Andy. Oh, it was? The original estimates from Consumers Energy was that a third of the city was out. Yes, but that was Kalamazoo. Oh, I'm guessing Jackson got nailed. Uh, how about like all of Detroit? Oh, yeah. And Ann Arbor and Celine. It, it was a big storm. And I'm just saying like the city itself of Kalamazoo, a third of the city was out of power and is slowly getting better. I, oh, okay. Oh. So yeah, oh, I, I woke I'm looking up. at the power outage from DTE Energy right now. They have an outage map. Ah, uh, there are areas marked in red, which means that more than two thousand five hundred people are without power in that area. Yeah, we've got Consumers Energy out here, oh, and six, I'm guessing seven. it's pretty much the same. Yep, I'm seeing seven of those areas. More than two thousand five hundred. Let's see, six thousand in Jackson. It says. Yeah, it's a. Whew. So yeah, I went to do the the 5K in the morning. So after, you know, about four hours of sleep. 110,000 people. Then I get a call from work. Oh no, that's an old one. Never mind. I get a call from work while I'm running. Yeah. Um, I actually used my gear fit to to send him a text message just saying, hey, what's going on? Um, But that's a whole other thing. That's for the random review later. Uh, We had lost uh, phone and internet overnight. So I had to go back into work and figure out what was on that. And while I was in work, uh, some of our battery backups did not agree with our generator. Their their fault tolerance, because generators aren't perfect electricity producers. There's always some variation in the voltage, right? Right. So it, it, it's supposed to be 120 volts, but then it might go down to 117, might go up to 123. Right, and everything is supposed to be built with a tolerance to handle that. Yeah, I haven't checked it yet, but I'm guessing some of our battery backups, their fault tolerance is a little too narrow for our generator. Because we had some of our battery backups, even though we're on a generator, and so it should be keeping everything up and running, and the battery backup's just there for the slight fluctuations. Mm -hmm. Some of them were just flipping on and off, on and off, on and off, just like every few seconds. That's not good for a battery. No. So it probably killed the battery, and then it took down our Axia, which is our audio over IP network, which is what is our studios based off of. And so while I'm there trying to fix the internet and the phone, and I think I fixed it, I literally hear... Our silence alarms is a little like ding telling that, hey, there's a there's one of our stations is not off the not on the air. Mm-hmm. So when you have five stations, it sounds like a wind chime. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, one, two, I'm sitting there thinking like, that's all five stations. What the hell just happened? I'm sitting here and all of our stations in the building just went off the air, just went off the air. So then I had to figure that out. And so I had to mess with uh, adjusting the voltage on the generator. And now you, we're, you got an interesting little weekend. Yeah. Right now we're in a holding pattern, and as soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to take a nap and then probably go back to work for a second and verify that everything is still up and running. Can't you just turn on the radio to verify that everything's up and running? Yes, that's what I did last night, but I don't know if the battery backups are still happy with how I have the generator set up. Ah, because you work at a radio station, you could just turn on the radio and listen. Yes, I could turn on the radio and listen, but that won't say, hey, you're on the air, but your battery backups are at 3%. Cause they'll I wonder still if you be- could hide that in the signal somewhere. Um, 
You wouldn't have to. Worst comes to worst, you probably, the, well, the transmitter buildings, you could just, most of them have some sort of remote access. Like you either call up a phone number and it will tell you, or you can, uh, some of them have web interfaces now. So with the with most of the transmitter sites, you could actually tell what, if they're on the generator, if they're on battery backup, how much battery backup is left, that sort of stuff there. But our current setup is not set up like that in the building. So I got to actually like walk to them and see, hey, what's your battery level? Look at it, go, okay, you're at 12% and you're going down. That's not good. But no, yeah, remote access would be nice. Yep. Well, that's that's an interesting week and so, day yeah. and a half, like not even. <laughs> um, not even 24 hours. My My weekend so far has indeed been significantly more relaxed than that. I worked yesterday. I went and played Pathfinder last night. I slept in today, and we're recording. You know how much you suck on, like, the scale of one to you suck? Do you know what I have to do tomorrow? What? Fly to Tennessee. Okay, that does not... That that puts you off the you suck scale, then. Do you know what I have to do after I fly to Tennessee? What? Drive to Mississippi. (laughs) Ooh. Ouch. Do you know what I have to do after I drive to Mississippi? Go teach a class? Nope. What? I have to be at a clinic by like 7.30 in the morning, which is 6.30 in the morning here, so that I can support them during their go live. I am so sorry. Ooh, Mississippi. Woo! Do you know how many other people there will be helping me support this go live at this clinic? Zero. Zero. I know that feeling oh so well. So Yeah. I get to do that for uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, my flight back from Tennessee is at 8-something in the morning. That sucks. So I'll probably be leaving the hotel at like 4. Well, that's no fun at all. Nope. So, yeah. How much did I suck? Okay, so far you have sucked, but uh, I hopefully am going to not do anything tomorrow. So then you will have my karma and I will take yours. Okay. Does that sound like a plan? No. I do not want your karma. Are you sure? Because it's fun and entertaining. I I appreciate it. I'm good. I will be happy with mine. Yeah, I called up my boss today just to verify some stuff. And I'm like, look, I wouldn't call you if it wasn't an emergency. He's like, I know. What's the problem? I mean, he did hire you. Yeah. Like, specifically you. Yeah, true. So he knows I wouldn't call unless I needed to call. And, whew. This is an extremely comfy chair I'm sitting in. I could take a nap. Ah, uh, we're recording. I know. That's why. Hence my large size of Coca-Cola from McDonald's along with my French fries. Please, please don't take a nap while recording. And I've got a quarter pounder and cheese sitting by Ooh. my feet. I haven't ate any of it yet, though, because we're recording. Okay. Do you want to refrigerate it? No, I'm good. It's just going to sit there and come to room temperature. That's kind of gross. Well, now that you bring that up, I'm okay, though. Okay. I do enjoy that we've managed to rope food into this again. Damn, now I want McDonald's. I'm sorry. Well, you can go get a McDonald's. Half the McDonald's here were out of power, so that was a fun (laughs) bit. Oh, that's right. So that's why it took like 25 minutes to get home. No, it took me 25 minutes to get home because half the streetlights were still out. There are trees... There was, okay, so far there was a tree in the road, street lights were out, and so for some odd reason people don't understand. If you come up to a stoplight and it's out, treat, treat it, it as, like a blinking red. Yeah. People don't get that. I almost got hit twice. I almost actually got hit a couple days ago before because some guy was being a stupid jerk and reading his cell phone and texting while driving and missed a curve, tried to overcorrect himself, and then rolled his uh, Honda Fit or Element or something right what? at me. Yeah. What? 
Wow. So, so I'm driving home just doing 40 and then literally like car rolling over is coming at me and I'm just like, this is shit. I came home and I'm sitting there with like my hands shaking. I explained to Kate what's going on. Then I go right into the fridge and go straight for the hard cider. <laughs> I'm like, I just Something pop it over like nerves. I need this right now. Hold on. Oh, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, tr- uh, roads were closed by police. Roads were closed because of trees. Stoplights were out. It ten minute drive took me like twenty six plus minutes to get home. Well, you're home. Yes. So we can start talking about topics. Yes. What do you want to talk about, Dave? We, wow, uh, we missed quite a bit in the last two weeks since you know we were on vacation. Oh, vacation! I could go for a vacation. <laughs> you just finished the vacation. I know, and it sucks. You, you you don't get to go back to another one yet. Oh, maybe later. Okay. Um, what did we miss? Well, let's see. PAX. Yep. Any big news come out of PAX? Not really. No, not that I can think of. Some games. Sunset Overdrive looks amazing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo made some announcements during that time, though. Oh? There is a new Nintendo handheld on its way. <gasps> is it, it the is... Nintendo 4DS? No. Oh. It's still the 3DS. Okay. I don't know what they're actually going to call it. They might actually call it new 3DS. In fact, it, yeah, it looks like they're going to call it the new 3DS, which the makes new... you really wonder what the one after it will be called. It's the new new 3DS. Do these people actually, like, understand that products age? What do you have? Oh, I have an old new 3DS. Right. Like, with the iPhone, they, they call it, or the iPad, right? It, they, it was the iPad, and then the new iPad, and second gen, I don't even know. Products age people oh yeah Unless apple's going to, thing is gonna be on the ninth yeah. isn't it yeah uh it's coming up uh, you ready for a wearable ios device no i'm good i'm i'm good with mine okay uh, with your wearable ios device no with my wearable device ah okay uh new 3ds has four buttons for a keypad it looks more like a uh, super nintendo which is really interesting because the whole idea of a 3ds is that it's a touch screen it's really not the easiest thing to use buttons and the touch screen at the same time okay so it's got the the button the a b x y buttons look like it's off of the nes con- SNES, snes control yep it's it now got a, a shoulder buttons it's got shoulder buttons I feel like this is like the the handheld to have if you want to go and play some old school SNES games on the go. Yeah, or GBA games. Or GBA games, yes, that one as well. Because the shoulder pads now. And there's a new analog stick on the right. Little teeny analog stick. It's like those eraser mouse that you yeah. used to have on keyboards. I still have one. You still have one on yours? On Is, is this your brand new Lenovo? Uh, my work Lenovo. Okay. Which is, is still pretty much brand new. I mean, it's, well, no, it's like two versions behind now, but I have the T420 for work. My work Dell laptop has two sets. It has it has the mouse touchpad, but it's got two sets of buttons. One below the touchpad mm-hmm. and another one above the touchpad. Yes, I've I seen that. I don't get that second set of touchpad buttons. I've seen that. Well, I mean, technically mine does too because you use those buttons with a little eraser mouse. Ah, yes, but I don't have that little eraser mouse. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, new new uh, 3DS. I really should get an old 3DS. I just got one. I'm actually a little upset that I just got one, and now they're coming out with a new one. 
Well, Christmas is coming up soon. True. But remember, I was going to make a new computer this this winter. No, no, you didn't tell me that. Yes, I did. You did? Yep, many oh, times. Shows how much I listen to Dave. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll pick this up. Then again, I wasn't sure I'd pick up the first 3DS. And look where you are What would you use now. a 3DS for? What games would you play? Uh, Phoenix Wright. Professor Layton. And their crossover? And their crossover. Uh, Can't believe they did a crossover. Trauma Surgeon felt like a fun game. For the Wii, it was just a little ridiculous. Trauma I think that'd be, Center? Yes. Okay. I feel like that would be better on the actual handheld rather than the Wii. Uh, I kind of liked it on the Wii, actually. Oh, I didn't like it on the Wii. No? No. I've played it on both, to, to be clear. I have played it on both. Okay. And uh, you preferred the, the Wii version well, over... The, the Wii was a little more uh, graphic intensive because it had more power behind it. Yes. And and there were cool things that you could do because you had the stylus that was not the stylus, the, the Wiimote that was motion sensitive. You know, the stylus, all you can do is draw on the screen. Yeah. Okay. So you liked the Wii version. I just, I don't know. I felt like it'd be I, I liked better to both. actually like I liked have... them both. Don't, don't get me wrong. They are both good. Trauma Center was actually a really well-designed game. So yeah, that's what I would do. I'd do Trauma Center, Professor, and Ace. Okay. Or Phoenix Wright. Ace yeah. Attorney. Ace so, Attorney. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix Wright. Um trying to think of what other games you might want. I mean, that's um, only three games. Paper, well, this, well oh, they're series, so Layton and Phoenix Wright are both series. Uh, Paper Mario, was that on the 3DS? Or was that GBA? Don't know. There is, if I can find... Uh, there's a Zelda game on the 3DS, Link Between Worlds. I feel like I should it takes play... takes place in the same, the same world as uh, Link to the Past. I feel like I should play that game again. Link to the Past? Yeah. I'll race you. <laughs> God. It's a good game. It's a really good game. No, I, I, I don't doubt that it's a good game. I've played it before. I don't feel like racing you, though. Oh. I feel like I still actually need to play the original Legends of Zelda without any sort of map or anything. No, you don't. No? No, you don't. Oh. You don't need to do those. Don't get me wrong. If you want to, go for it. Well, I did go through the entire original Super Mario Brothers. Yes, the original Legend of Zelda, if you don't have the map or the guides or community to talk with, if you're just trying to do it yourself, really hard. Is it harder than trying to do Mist and Riven by yourself? Mm. The thing, if, well, the thing with Mist is they put hints into the game. A little bit of hints into the game. It, later in the series, yes, they put like serious, actual like hint books into the game. Mm -hmm. But Riven didn't have that. Riven just oh the marbles. Um, well, I'm just saying, like in Mist, there was the the observatory. Yes, right, which is part of the game. That's how you had to find out. Right, but it it was there to give you direction. Yes, that does not exist in Zelda. No, that it's also sort of like that in Riven. Riven has a whole lot less direction than Mist did. Okay, I'd be curious to see it. I'd be very curious for you to stream it. <laughs> Streaming myself trying to play Zelda. Yep. I'll just go out here on the, the school supply time and buy myself a 70-page spiral notebook. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to need that. You will need that as well. Well, I mean, you, you, I assume you'll be playing it on your computer. Yes. So open Notepad I or know, Evernote. It, I feel like it'd be... It'd be uh, you want you want to be old school cool. Yeah. And like actually write down... Are you going to map it out? Maybe. You know, there's a, a forest that you can get lost in where it's <laughs> the same thing as in Mario Brothers where you have to do like the top one, then the bottom one, then the middle one. You have to enter the forest and exit it in the correct way. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, 
You're not supposed to tell me that, Dave. Okay. Well, you you figure it out pretty easily when you walk in and then you go across the screen and you realize it's the same square on the map. How do you access? Is it a select key that accesses the map in the game? No, it's it's in the upper right-hand corner. Ah. It's a little block of of squares. Okay. It gives you no details about what's in that square. (laughs) There's no like, hey, there's a secret somewhere on this this tile. (laughs) That'd be nice to have. Hey, there's a dungeon here. Hey, there's... No, it's just, this is your location. I, I like this idea, and I think that it should be streamed. I feel like I have other things more important than to stream myself trying to play an old-school Zelda game. If you play this old-school Zelda game, will you please stream it? I suppose. Yeah! They're going to have to remind me whenever I actually ever, if. If you ever get around to this. Yes. Okay. Okay. So what else do we got going on well, here? Well, there, there was a secret um, lead-in in that section. Oh? Because I talked about you streaming this. Oh, because Amazon bought Twitch for yes. WTF. For a shit ton of money. $970 million in cash. So call it a billion. <laughs> call it Don't- what it is. Amazon bought Twitch for a billion dollars. Why? I don't know. More than 55 million unique visitors viewed more than 15 billion minutes of content on Twitch produced by more than a million broadcasters. I mean, Twitch's revenue is advertisements. Yes. And and uh, people who produce things who pay more, right? Yes. It's a free service, but you can pay for extra stuff. Yeah, like setting up some sort of um, switching and digital editing and all that other fun stuff, which you could just do, you know, on your own but oh hang on i'm I'm checking out what the other uh so you can get a subscription it's ad free uh you get badges better chat colors and increased video storage (laughs) wow oh sorry that's a seriously inside joke it's completely was visual don't worry about keep going okay sorry kate just got home so okay i'm easily amused hence i guess so yeah so Epic, yeah, uh, uh, Amazon bought Twitch. Lots of money. We For don't know what they want with it. Maybe it's they just want the revenue. But a billion dollars is a lot of revenue to to make up for. Yeah. Does anybody know why they would? Has I mean, f- I'll I'll give you that I haven't done a lot of investigating. I know Google tried to buy buy Twitch because that would make sense with YouTube and Twitch. That that one makes sense, but Amazon and Twitch that I I don't think even Google and Twitch would make a whole lot of sense. YouTube and Twitch, yeah. That that you saying that doesn't make sense. Amazon Prime Video and Twitch. Ah, ha 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 makes ha. about the same amount of sense. That no, that does make sense. What? Orange is the new black. House of Cards. How Go many Emmys did those things win? Those are Netflix. I know, but how many Emmys? I have did no those, idea. Probably they, a lot. They they won some Emmys. Okay. So it's start Hollywood starting to vindicate the idea of video production outside of the normal television distribution channels. And so Am- there's there's Amazon Instant specific shows, right? Sure. Yeah, they're piloting a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, I think Gotham, the the new show that's not even out yet on Fox, right? I think it was either it was either Amazon or Netflix. Somebody paid some serious money to be the sole distributor of season two of it. The show's not even out yet, and somebody wants it so bad that they're one of the online guys wants it so bad to be the sole but distributor Twitch of it. Twitch isn't that. Twitch is like people uploading their playthroughs of video games, which people still want to watch and see. Yes, but as it's- I. 
it's not a show. Still, it's online video. Are you suggesting that there's synergy there? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. I, uh, I guess. I... As soon as you said Amazon Instant Video, in my head, it started to make sense of why Amazon bought it. Because you could be watching a Twitch, and then Amazon Instant Video is like, well, if you enjoy this Twitch... You might enjoy this show. No, no. You might enjoy this show. You might enjoy these other Twitch channels. Yeah, but the Twitch already does that, of you might enjoy these other channels. Or uh, actually, a lot of the the streamers do that, of, hey, I'm done for the night, but here's a couple other people who are streaming right now that are really cool and good to watch and a lot of fun. Okay, and you just add Amazon Instant Video into the mix. But why? Hey, this show, I did this Twitch stream about something. I just did a Legend of Zelda playthrough. You can go to Amazon Video and watch the old cartoon. No. It makes sense in my head. It makes perfect sense now. Well, I'm glad for that. There are many things that don't. It makes sense somewhere. (laughs) I feel like that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to integrate Twitch TV into their Amazon Instant Video. That's what I feel like they're trying to do. But you don't think so. Would you like I, to put a bet I, on that? Uh, no. Okay. No bet. All right. Okay. So speaking of... Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Speaking of streaming video... Speaking of failed segues... <laughs> Yes, tell me about streaming videos, Andy. September 10th, net neutrality. Uh, remember the, the SOPA and the PIPA online protest where the sites went basically dark? Yep. Or Reddit went dark, Google went dark, Amazon went dark. All these websites went dark just to say like, hey, uh, you probably should talk to your congressman about this sort of thing. Yeah. Well, they're trying something else because of the FCC's new fast lane plan that was announced a while ago and that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, September's 10th, top websites, i.e. Reddit, Etsy, Kickstarter, Foursquare, WordPress, Mozilla, Imager, Meetup, Cheeseburger, Namecheap, BitTorrent, Gandhi, StartPage, Boing, boing, and a bunch of other ones. I didn't see Google in that list. No. Okay. It would actually be interesting to see Google on that list. But um, they're going to lead a symbolic internet slowdown to protest these fast lanes. Okay. It won't be a real slowdown, so if you go to Reddit, you're not actually going to be physically slowed down from viewing Reddit. But the sites will install widgets displaying prominent messages that include an infinitely spinning site loading icon. So like the beach ball of death or the ever tumbling. The hourglass. The hourglass, yeah. I feel like they actually should slow their shit down. That would. Well, uh, so if they actually slow it down, they're going to lose revenue. Yes, yes Like they that are. actually would cost them something, which is why they don't want to do it. It would make a much more profound statement if they did. I mm-hmm. think putting on a little spinning logo is, well, really a waste and idiotic. Well, what happens if it pops up when you first go to the website? It won't. I know. Again, they've said they are not going to actually slow slow anything down that i feel like that's the problem though because with when they when they did that internet blackout that was like legit some sites you couldn't access at all some of them you had to go through a little pop-up that came in with the rest of the website being black that one would make sense this is just a hey yeah. hey hey it's it's not it's not even a face. minor annoyance no it's just there yeah so yeah I'm, I'm not too uh big on this one so apple's gonna do their thing on the 9th the internet's gonna do their thing on the 10th then we're gonna have september 11th and then it's thursday yep or no that would be friday no well 11th is thursday yeah so then it would be friday yes so there's your week in a I don't, nutshell I don't think this is gonna do- <laughs> nothing there's nothing going on on Friday. Friday is going to be nice and easy. The 9th is Apple's announcement. Yes. Friday's the 12th. Is there anything on the 12th this year? I don't believe so. Okay. Sims 4. 
okay. was released. Yes. It has a couple glitches. <laughs> no surprise, it's an EA game. Uh, don't have babies Why? in Sims 4, because babies glitch. Oh, good. And look terrifying. <laughs> Just, just, uh, how strong is your stomach right now? No, I'm good. You sure? Yes, I, I feel like I understand that it... Because you really need to see it. Oh, good, The Sims 4 has demon babies. How bad does this look? Looks pretty bad. Wow. That's just freaky. If you do a uh, Google search for Sims 4 babies glitch. Wow, these babies are something else. Yeah. Demon babies. Okay, so Sims 4 has got issues, but what else it has is issues? Up? But there is an issue that's not really an issue. And you may recall this from a, a while ago when we talked about the, the guy who pirated the video game and wrote a message to the developers saying, hey, what's up with this code? It's got like fish in it and some other stuff. And the developers responded, oh, that's because you didn't actually buy the game. Okay. Well, in The Sims, if you go way back to The Sims, uh, when you had two people in a hot tub doing the woo-hoo thing. Or you had somebody in a shower. Or, or going to the bathroom. Shower, right? it, it was pixelated. Yes. Well, the anti-piracy measure in Sims 4 is to pixelate the entire screen. Oh, goodness. That... <laughs> So what you need to do is pirate The Sims and then try playing the game from like 12 feet away. Well, except it's, it still wouldn't work well. No, no, it wouldn't. Uh, so they pixelated the whole screen. It, it's really kind of amusing. That's, and of that's... course, people went on and said like, hey, Microsoft, not Microsoft, EA, like, what's the deal? Why is why is the, the whole screen pixelated? And EA said, well, because you're a dirty pirate. <laughs> You should not steal the game. Yeah, EA has, quote-unquote, no plans to aid those people unable to enjoy their pirated copies of The Sims 4. Instead, the yep. publisher urges affected players to purchase their own copy of the game, which should lack the telltale pixelation. Now, it's also worth pointing out, EA isn't going after these people. True. Right? They're just saying, hey, don't pirate. Right. It's, hey, we've made it inconvenient for you. Um, we know we can't stop you. Stop. <laughs> Which is really interesting in that they they admit right there they can't stop them from pirating it. They can inconvenience them. Uh, this is actually sort of like Mirror's Edge. Do you remember that pirate glitch? Nope. If you had Mirror's Edge on the edge on the PC and it was a pirated copy, the game would play fine for the first two levels of the game. But then in the third level, if I remember correctly, your uh, character would then slow to a crawl. Like, she wouldn't be able to run. Oh, that sucks. That game is all about running. I know. It's like a giant obstacle course of a game. So it's like on things where it's like, oh, I have to run to do this jump. Sorry, you're a pirated game. You can walk. Then we'll see what happens. But some of these, there's actually, I probably should just link this IGN article of eight of the most hilarious anti-piracy measures in video games. Yes, please. Yes. Or at least send it to me. I'll post it to the links. The Mirror's Edge one is on there as well. That's why I just Googled just to verify my uh, details. And yes. I am refreshing the page. It has not appeared yet. I'm still typing the title. Hold on. Piracies with an A and not an E. Okay, there we go. You can refresh now. Yay! Anti-piracy things. Go, go, IGN. So, speaking of pirates... There are pirate cell phone towers out there now. Okay. There are a, uh, a bunch of mystery cell phone towers just out in the unknown. Wait, like actual towers that your phone can connect to? Yes. And talk to the other cell phone towers? Yes. How? Um, 
Well, they're called, first off, they're called interceptors. So with your normal phone, uh, it, your phone will try and connect it to it just like a regular cell phone tower. What these guys do is basically act like a man in the middle, where their cell phone tower will be directed at another cell phone tower and use it as a go-between. So your phone will connect to the, the interceptor, which will then, you know, allow your phone Record to have a variety your, your signal. or your signal to be a- attacked. And then you won't know what's going on because your cell phone tower will just talk, their cell phone tower talk to an actual cell phone tower, and then everything on your phone will seem to be hunky-dory, even though there's this but- Rogue I was like based Verizon and AT&T and Sprint not recognizing this cuz it's just it's it's just a forwarding thing. It's it's just repeating the signal. Yes. Okay. How it's, common are these? Well, these guys drove around the United States for a bit and they have found well, the map shows 1 2 3 4 5 6 How the hell is the FCC not recognizing this and and cracking down on it? It they're hard to find unless you know what you're looking for. It's it's just a repeater sort of thing there. So unless you know exactly what specific thing you're looking for, you're not going to notice these things. And you, you, know, you could build a tower, and yes, maybe somebody will ask the FCC to investigate random towers going up, but people just build... You could build a tower wherever, and it's yeah, just like... Yeah, I don't have the equipment to build a tower, and I can't just go down to, like, Meyer and buy the equipment to build a cell phone tower. True. So someone is selling material that does this. Yeah. They... I mean, go after them. Who are you selling this to? If you're not selling it to a legitimate phone company, why are you selling it? Well, the radio broadcasting stuff can be used on those frequencies uh, for STL links, for other things. It's... It's not hard to adjust radio hardware to be on a different frequency than its original frequency is used for. It's actually some of the old uh, radios can't be sold in their form, but you you can like sell them just a radio, and then all you got to do is just swap out a chip, and suddenly your frequencies change to something completely different. And then technically your your radio set there is illegal, even though it was originally sold as legal, but in a different frequency range. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. So this is this is pretty bad because like those towers are a man in the middle attack. They're authenticated on your cell phone because your cell phone thinks it's talking to a real tower. Pretty much, yes. So, it might be a little bit more complicated than that. I haven't actually read the entire MIT article on this thing. So, so could they they pass through like fake updates. Um. There are some, uh, well, okay, here's an example. Snowden revealed the NSA could do a fake shutdown of your cell phone. So when you power down your cell phone, you're not actually powering it down. It just looks like it's powered down, but it will still leave the microphone open. Wow. So it could be something like that, where you're connected to the cell phone and say, okay, all I'm done, I'll turn off my cell phone. But you don't actually turn it off, you leave it up and running. And so a lot of these are actually next to military bases. So that's one of the other questions is, is that our people doing it? Is it somebody else? What's going on? here that's crazy yeah it's one of those weird freaky things that what's going on this is not right no not right at all that's crazy okay odd very very odd uh dell 5k monitor yeah 5k this is a little odd it's 5k monitor that's so our my 1080 monitor in front of me is 1920 by 1080 this new 5k monitor which is 27 inches so slightly bigger than mine 5120 by 2280. I like that they, you know, the, the, well, I should check on this. Previously, when we talked about 720 and 1080. Yes. That was the second number, wasn't it? The the number is the number of lines of horizontal resolution, I 
1920 by 1080. It's, it's yeah. 1680 by... Oh, 720, what? and then 1920 by 1080 is the 1080p. Right. So it was, it was always the second number. Yes. But now with 4K and 5K, it's the first number. I guess so. I thought the original 4K was supposed to be the second number. Let's Let me check the 4K resolution standard. 4K resolution, da, 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 da. horizontal resolution in the order of 4,000 pixels. So 4K was still the second number. Yes. But 5K is the first number. Yes. And 8K is the first number. Yes. So they're lying sons of bitches. Yeah. So this is not higher resolution than a 4K screen. Oh, let's see. DCI 4K native resolution 4096 by 2160. This one's 5120 by 2880. So it is higher resolution than a 4K. Wait, 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 wait. You just said 4K was what? 4K native resolution 4096 by 2160. So how is that 4K when it's 2160? Because they're counting. They switched. The 1080 is going down. 1080, right. it's, It's every row is is one of those 1080. Yes. Yeah. That's now, 2160 that you just read. Yes. It's 20, 2160 rows. How is that 4K when you just told me that 4K is 4,000 rows? Because it's 4,000 horizontal columns. It's I don't know why they switched that. Now that but is... 4,000 horizontal columns is the first number. Yes. You're getting confused on this one, aren't you? I, a little bit because now I'm being told two different things. Okay, 4,000. mutually exclusive. Here we go. 4,000 horizontal, 4,000 from top to bottom is yep. actually F-U-H-D. <laughs> okay. That's, that's what, honestly, that's what they're calling F-U-H-D. it. F-U-H-D. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. But 4K is less than that. 4K is that there are 4,000 columns. Yes. From left, left to, right, to right. Which is the first number. Yes. And so my point is that we, we switched metrics to make it sound more impressive. Yes, you are correct. That that they were going like, oh, we have a 720p, we have a 1080p, 1080i, whatever it is. And that the, the supposed jump was from 1080 to 4,000. But it's not because you're measuring rows versus columns. And in 1080, right, because that that's a huge jump. That's a four times jump. Yes. But the screen resolution for 1080 was 1920 by 1080. Yes. Which would be a 2K. Yes. So it wasn't a jump of a factor of four. It was doubling. Yes. We went from 2K to 4K. Yes. 4,000 horizontal from top to bottom. Is, Stop using the word horizontal because yeah. horizontal is meaningless here because I think horizontal being row, okay. it's not. It's 4,000 columns. Yeah. No, no, but I was saying 4,000 rows from top to bottom is actually 8K. That's what... <laughs> yes, because the 8K is 7680 by 4320. Yes. God, this is just getting ridiculous, which 90% of the stuff is not going to matter Unless, you know, you've got... a um, resolution that a human being can see? <laughs> well, we haven't officially gotten an actual for, horizontal... For, uh, it, the, the question isn't the full resolution, right? Because if I make each pixel a foot long, I'll have a very big screen, but you could also see each pixel quite yes. clearly. Uh, it's, it's the pixels per inch that really matters. Yes, yeah, so what's the pixels per inch, which... Um, the 5K TV, or 27-inch monitor, whatever this is, has 218 pixels per inch. My phone has 534. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 534 pixels per inch. Now, that's st- it's just saying it still only has 3 million pixels on it, so the resolution is better on your phone than it is on this giant monitor. Oh, this is starting to make my head hurt. And I do this stuff for kicks and giggles. 
So speaking of cell phones, as I try and get away from that topic as fast as possible. And back into cell phones. Yes. How much are they selling this 4K, 5K now monitor for? They haven't officially announced a price yet. Uh, word is it will hit the shelves at 2500 Okay, there you go. Okay, it's at the bottom of the article. Oh, I just didn't say they, they haven't said anything official yet. So There's nothing really... official, but the, the estimated is 20 I'm about to spend that much on an entire computer. Well, you could double the price of your computer and get this monitor with it as well. Or I could double the price of the computer and get like a Titan graphics card. <laughs> true. Or not. Also true. So the Moto X, which is Motorola's uh, version of the flagship Android phone, right? Yeah. Um, has a fun little trick where uh, if you get the Quick Charge 2.0 phone adapter, well, it's a plug adapter, sorry, for your wall outlet, and you plug it in your Moto X, it can go from basically 0 to 60% charge in 30 minutes. That's not bad. How long does it take for the last 40? I'm not sure. They don't say that number yet. But still, 0 to 60% charge in just a half hour. You, the granted, the, the problem is you, you have to you have... You realize why they picked 60%, right? Why? So that they could save from 0 to 60 oh that's silly but yes okay i get that (laughs) my phone can go zero to 60 in 30 minutes so yeah it's got its own special little plug it's uh 35 dollars for the the power plug for this thing but still zero to 60 in 30 minutes that's not bad granted i could probably do that on my phone if i just shut it off when i charge it yep so no somebody can't get a hold of me for 30 minutes Oh, darn. Have you tried that recently, though? Turning it off while I charge it? Well, just being incommunicado for 30 minutes? I tried to do that earlier today. (laughs) That didn't work. Kate is also now eating my McDonald's fries. Oh, no. Oh, that sucks. Uh, Star Trek Online. I thought that was dead. It went free to play. Oh. So, you know, kind of the same thing. Oh, but I'm... I don't know. How much money is Lord of the Rings Online making? How much money is... I I don't have those numbers, Andy. How much are they making? I don't know off the top of my head. I just heard that free-to-play was actually, like, a big money maker, so... It it certainly can be, and I'm sure Star Trek Online is making quite a bit, in fact, because they got the cast of Voyager to come back for their next expansion. (laughs) Like, the actual cast to do, like, voiceover work, or what? Yeah, Jerry Ryan, Robert Picardo. Oh, they got everybody back to do it again. Yep. Uh, it's it's the Delta Rising expansion. Ooh. Delta Rising Operations Pack is $125. I don't know really? what that means. So it's free to play, but if you want this expansion pack... It can't be $125. Oh, equipped with everything that the Delta Rising Pack has to offer. Okay, so you get everything in... There we go. There. There you go. You get to retrace Voyager's path. I never actually watched Voyager. Really? Yeah, no, never did it. I have a a friend who has a theory about Voyager. Okay. Well, because all the Star Trek shows are just, uh, you know, recreations of it based on the log. Yes. Right? That's the whole point. That's why they all start with, you know, uh, Captain's Log or Starship Log or First Mate Log, whatever it is. It always starts with the log. And so someone someone had the idea of what if Voyager was it's the recreation from the log, but the log is a lie. (laughs) The log is a lie. The log is is a lie and that it's really like this is the the hearings after Voyager returned. These are the reports that were made to cover their asses as they blazed a trail of destruction and death across the Delta Quadrant to get home. 
That's an odd way of thinking about it. It's like, oh, yeah, no, the natives were super friendly and really nice, and they, they were willing to help us out, and they had this really great advanced technology that we traded for, and we totally didn't break the uh, the prime directive. That is an interesting way of looking at things. And the, the best part... Well, the best part is there's even an episode about that because there's another ship that was stranded in the Delta Quadrant, another Starfleet ship that was doing exactly that. (laughs) And so, like, if you take that into context, it's that there wasn't another ship. That's what Voyager was doing. Interesting way of looking at it. I probably still won't watch it, though. Oh, no. Voyager. So I haven't you, even you, gotten through DS9. Well, you but you I, said you can't get through DS9, although I think you're weird. But Voyager is very different. <sighs> Maybe. I'll do that after I do my streaming of Legends of Zelda. All right. Sounds good. Do you like how much of a convinced I was on that one? Yep. Yeah. I'm so kind of surprised cur- that Kate hasn't had you watch it. Does she not like Voyager either? I think her words were, I'm not going to watch that shit. Okay, well then. I'm not Next sure if that generation was- and the original series for you guys. I'm not sure if she, that was for DS9 or for Voyager or for both. But through my headphones, I heard that line coming from her vo- mouth. Okay. So. So, uh, Tesla's building a new plant in Nevada. Haha, suck on that, California. Um, I think the point is suck on that everyone outside of the u.s well i knew they were remember we had talked about california wanted to change all their environmental laws to let them build it in okay california I but remember. i guess it's a car thing they're going to be hopefully let's see it's post-produced I just kind of zone out and the topic turns to cars you're the one who posted this topic yeah because i knew that you'd want it i was fine not saying this one but oh, okay my question with this though is okay so by 2020 they're supposed to produce enough batteries to power 50 or half a million tesla cars my okay. only question is are they gonna have a demand for half a million by tesla cars by 2020 years from now yeah six years from now have you seen the growth of this company in the last what three years i feel like it's doing some sort of like automotive.com bubble so look at it in this way. How easy would it be to retool this factory to create batteries for other companies? Oh, not hard at all. So say Google decides to do their car. Ah uh-huh. ha Okay. Or Toyota, who already has a deal with Tesla for the research. True. Or Ford or GM. Or say, Honda, who you I know think... You what? We, we, you guys have a really good battery and EV looks like it's the big thing. Okay, I, I'll, I'll give you that much. Worst comes to worst, they just could just make laptop batteries for everybody. <laughs> uh, are these lithium-ion batteries? I'm not sure. So they, I, don't, I don't know that they can. I feel like they are lithium-ion. Is that what's in a Prius? Yeah, it's a huge lithium-ion battery. Well, there you go. Um, the, the interesting thing about this, and something I didn't really think about, is uh, there's a lot of renewable energy for this plant. Yes. Is that the energy going into the battery? I think that's just the energy to power the, the Run factory. The plant. Okay, because yes. like it's it's chemical energy in the battery. Yes. Okay. Well, I was just like, I'm I'm imagining now a battery factory like Duracell, where they're just plugging them into the wall to charge them for the initial charge, and that's not accurate. No, Mophie does that though. Okay, but you don't make the batteries; you get the batteries. Yes, but they are also in the factory that they are made. Their final step is to give them a pre-charge, which is just plug it in. Yes. Nice. So yes, that that does happen. Not Duracell, okay. but I I know it does happen okay so speaking of over-the-top stuff dyson's got a new vacuum dyson has a new robot it's a dyson 
Roomba. It is a Dyson Roomba, except it's not Roomba because that's owned by USA Robotics. Well, iRobot. Who makes... I know there was a USA Robotics. What did they make? I don't know. I'm not the robot guy, Mr. First. I'm not a first. I'm a third. I don't know. Third base. Uh, U.S. Robotics made modems. That's unfortunate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, iRobot. Well, they're both is the Asimov based. iRobot was Asimov's book. U.S. Robotics was the company in iRobot. Okay, so you were almost there, but not. But not. God, this thing looks tall. The Dyson one? Yeah. I haven't really looked into it in that level. How tall is it? Do they give dimensions? No, but it. According they don't to give the scale in their pictures. Well, okay, so the last one's his has Dyson sitting on a table next to it, and it looks like it's uh. It's slight. not that bad. It's it's the thickness of his arm. No, I feel like it's more the thickness of his hands. Okay, his fists? Yeah, I'd say his fist. Yeah, but that's that's only like four and a half inches. Yeah, okay. But still, the, the Roomba is what, like two or three, maybe? Yeah, Roomba's about four fingers high. But they made a, a robot. Because that's the new craze. Well, it's been the craze for a while. Like yeah, I know. Ten years. <laughs> well, they say sixteen years they've been working on this. I'd believe it. It's not an easy thing to program. No, no, it's not. All right, what do we got? Oh, Keurig. Speaking of expensive stuff. Yeah. Their DRM is already broken on their new... Yep, the Keurig 2.0, the one that had, like, DRM built into it so that you couldn't use third-party containers. It's broken. <laughs> they they got around the DRM. That's funny. So you can use third-party containers. <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, two new computers, a new Alienware and a new EPC. Yeah. So Alienware is making a new desktop called the Area 51. Oh, this is the one that looks like it that weird a, shape. It's Yeah, it's a hexagonal PC. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's like a triangle with corners cut off. So so It weird. does look really weird. It's probably going to be really powerful and really, really expensive. Yes, yes, it will. I just I'm, like the fact, though, buying. that the, the design is set up there, so you can't actually put it too close to the wall. Like, the way the... the chassis is set up it always is going to have enough room behind it for For airflow yeah i don't know how you can put it too close to the wall there's always wires behind it true but still sometimes you get the wires off to the side and get that thing still really close to the wall and probably too close for comfort for airflow yep yeah i was thinking of an open air design for my next pc but then dog hair who had yeah that would be bad well but i mean even with the clothes design though i have dog hair i'm gonna have to start vacuuming on my pc like once a month or you could just put a filter over your air intake there is one and still dog hair dog hair you don't have i mean you've you've owned a dog yes yes i have i had a beagle and that hair went everywhere right dog hair It clings to everything. It's ridiculous. Yep. Okay. So what else? Uh, EPC. Do you remember seven years ago when we started talking about Asus EPCs? Yes. And it took me like three years later. Because that was a long time ago. Yeah. And I, like I said, it took me three years to finally find one in the wild that somebody in one of my chemistry classes had one. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's an EPC. And she just looks at me and she's like, what? (laughs) Like, it's an EPC. And she's like, oh, my laptop. Yes. Yeah. What? Can I look at it? She's uh okay. Why? Because it's so cute and tiny. Yep. Well, Asus is bringing the line back. It's not actually not bad. Micro SD card, micro HDMI. That's good. 768 display. Okay. 12 hours of web browsing. That's not bad at all. Hmm. That's a cute little thing. $200 too. That's nice. Yep. And I mean, that's the whole point of it being an EPC. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because they wanted it to be $200 originally, but the EPC was like 300 when you finally got up there. Wow, that's a little tight. Running 8.1, okay. Hmm. How does that compare so, to a Chromebook? I have not done the comparison. Let's see, Asus Chromebook, $250. So it's cheaper even than a okay, Chromebook. But, but how wow. does the power compare? I don't know, I already closed that website. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for topics. Okay. How are we doing on time? Good. Random review. Cool. Go. I am going to review the Samsung Gear Fit. Gear, Samsung Gear is all their line of uh, wearable devices. You've got like the Gear and the Gear 2 and all that other fun stuff now. And they've got a new one out that's, I forgot what that one's called. But I have the Gear Fit. I remember uh, a few weeks ago I reviewed the Fitbit Flex. Yep. That one was $100. The Gear Fit I got for 150 Not bad. No, so $50 more. It does basically everything that the Fitbit Flex does. It's got the, the vibrating alarm. Uh, it's a pedometer, um, which is basically what the Fitbit Flex is. It can track my sleep like the Fitbit Flex. Okay. So it's got all that stuff already. Uh, But this one can also take my heart rate using one of the optical heart rate sensors like it's on the back of the S5, not electrical like you would have for one of those chest strap heart monitors. Um, And then working with my phone can also track certain exercises of mine. It's also got a timer and you can also get some apps to work with it. Most of the apps that currently work with it are crap, but it can also handle notifications as well. So if you got a text message to your phone, that little notification would pop up on the top bar of your Android device. Mm -hmm. That also will pop up on your Gear Fit. For only certain apps? For all apps? For all apps. You can decide what apps you want to have notifications appear on your device. Like, I've got text messages, I've got Hangouts, I've got voicemail, I've got the AtBat app as well as nice. So what about notifications that, like, allow you to do things? Those, what do you mean? Like the... Like, there's there's notifications for, like, music control. It lives in the notification tray, and you can pause and start music and go to the next track. I'm not sure. I haven't tried anything like that. I know uh, Pandora's got that, so I could try that at some point. Could you try it, like, right now? Well, let me go grab my Part phone. of the review? Uh, the one downside is the fact that it does not live on its own. You have to pair it up with your phone, and so all of its fun little gizmos mostly need a phone attachment to it. So when I told it one time that I wanted it to track my exercise, mm-hmm. I didn't have my phone nearby, and it wouldn't let me track. Oh, no. Because it, it works with your Samsung phone, which... Like, does it depend on the phone for the processing, then? Um... I think it depends on the phone for the GPS data and a couple other things as well. Okay. So if, if it's by itself, I think I can still do the heart rate monitor and the sleep testing and stuff. But any of the, there's no alarms actually on the device like it is with a Fitbit Flex. The alarms are actually on your phone and then you will just have the alarm will notify you via the vibrating. Okay. So let me try setting up Pandora on my gear fit. Let's see, gear fit manager, notifications. Let's see. Let's see, general notifications. There we go. Scrolling through my 200 plus apps. You may have too many apps, Andy. I might have too many apps. Okay, Pandora. I've set up Pandora now to notify my phone, or notify my gear fit. Let's start up Pandora and see what happens. Notifications. No notifications. So it should tell me what the song and title are, but it is not. Well, that's a bit of a bummer. Okay, so the answer is probably no. Okay. 
You might be able to get uh, on some of the other gears. You might be able to do something like that, but this gear fit does not, which I get it mostly for the heart rate monitoring and the sleep tracking. It did everything that the Force Flex did, plus a little bit of extra, and it was only $50 more. And so because I had a Galaxy phone that worked right out of the box with the Galaxy gear fit. Yep. So it only does work out of the box with Samsung devices. Yes. Now, and if you go to the XDA forums, people have they've, already they've fig- cracked it. Of course yes. they have. Uh, no. Does it work out of the box with rooted Samsung devices? I do believe all you need is the Samsung Gear Fit Manager app. And then it should connect specifically to Samsung devices through that app. Now, if you root the Gear Fit, then you could get it to work through other things. Okay. So if you got it, if you if you're work looking for a wearable device and the Fitbit or the Jawbone really isn't for you, like you're looking for a little more, fifty dollars up in price, and you can do that plus more. Cool. So that's my review on that one. Any other questions about it? Nope. Okay. Random so, topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Oh, Hans. Uh oh. Would you rather have sugar in your car's gasoline or do you prefer oregano? Okay. Uh, that's actually an easy answer. Okay. What would you do? That's not my answer. I have my answer, but what would you do? Okay. If you put sugar in your gas tank, the sugar is going to not not entirely dissolve. I forgot what exactly what sugar does in water, but supposedly it, dissolves, it, mu- it becomes a suspension. Yes. But that's not what happens with sugar and gasoline. I No, I haven't tried sugar and gasoline, so I'm not sure what happens. You, you don't know what happens with sugar and gasoline? I know it supposedly just completely borks your engine. It, it turns the gasoline into like a semi-solid jelly. Oh, well, that's bad. Yeah. And once it happens, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, you would be. So I'd go with the oregano because you could potentially pump that out. I mean, it, it might like clog the uh, the valves, but you could you could potentially clean that out much easier than the gelatinous gasoline. All right, hold on. I'm pulling up the Snopes about sugar and gasoline. My guess is they get this asked a lot. It's still loading. It says false. <laughs> oh, wow. The How Stuff Works website says, okay, so sugar and gasoline is false. If you really wanted to piss somebody off, what would you do? Turns out water. Oh, God. Because gasoline is lighter than water. So you pour... Oh, because the intake is on the bottom. Yes, the intake is on the bottom of the gas tank. So you'd pour like a gallon or so of water in our gas tank, and, and then they'd be hosed. Water into the engine. Yes, which does not combust. Yeah, you know what else water doesn't do? <laughs> compress all that well? It doesn't compress. <laughs> So it would take a a couple cycles, but if you think about the four-stroke, right, when it sucks in the water, it would still suck in water vapor. Yes. Because there's a a vaporizer that mists it into there. Yes, that's the part of the carburetor or fuel injector. But then it would compress. It would not explode. Nope. Uh, And, I mean, right there it would kind of stop, right? Pretty much. You you might get some exhaust. Because if it's not exploding, well, if it's not exploding, it can't push the engine to the next cycle yeah you'd get you'd get some residual from the other cylinders with the gasoline which are also filled with water now yes but still you would have a couple of residual pumps okay due to the crankshaft 
Okay, so even even in that case, though, it, it, it compresses, it doesn't explode, but let's say it, it gets to the next stroke anyway, uh, so it expands again, pushing the other ones, and it, it tries to eject the, the remainder, but the, it's all water. Yeah. It's going to be, like, condensing on the sides, and so then it expands again and pulls in more water, and yeah, just that, that would not be good. No, so yeah, car- sugar in the gas tank, that does nothing. Water in the well, gas tank, I don't know about nothing, but... Well, according to the Snopes, somebody did a test about this thing, and then uh, after the undissolved particles were removed, the liquid's radiation level was measured to determine how much sucrose had begun part of the gasoline. The answer was uh, extremely little, uh, less than a teaspoon per 15-gallon tank of gas. So, yeah, it doesn't really mix all that well. It would just literally just settle on the bottom of the gas tank. So maybe you might get some clogging in the oh, yeah. fuel filter with sugar. So sugar will not dissolve in gasoline. It will not pass through the fuel filter. I was yeah. lied to. Everybody was lied to. I always thought it was sugar in the gasoline actually did that, but no. Oh, so yeah, so sugar and oregano are basically going <laughs> to wow. do the same thing, which is clog your fuel filter. Andy. Yeah? Mythbusters did it. A car engine will be destroyed when sugar is put into the fuel tank. Busted. The engine ran even better than without the sugar. <laughs> that's, I, I don't know how that's possible, but... It could act as a filter. Could be, yeah. An additional filter. Okay, well then. So... The, the fight between sugar or oregano in your gas tank? I, sugar. Screw it. I go back to it. Sugar. I think sugar would be cheaper than oregano, so... Well, I mean, neither one will get through the filter then. No, neither one would. So oregano would float? True. If you get some fresh oregano, maybe it will float on top and you don't have to worry about it? Uh, just screw it. Sugar. <laughs> All right. Your sugar will sink. My oregano will float. Either one doesn't matter. Yeah. But whatever you do, water is a no-no. I think that's it. That's that's this random topic in a nutshell. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Well, then, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.